To the lit life podcast i am your host autumn the aries this is episode number 40 and if you are watching this you see that i have a special guest co-host let's welcome penrose Eames of the we got the draws and all docked up and all the other podcasts he on <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad to finally have you on the show. I know we've been going back and forth. It's mostly because I'm trash, but we've been going back and forth nah, about you getting on the, on the on the podcast. Yeah. And. It's all good. You know, Phil Rose, uh, I, I, I adopted a, uh, what I like to call a Madonna attitude at like 16 in life. And I always felt like Madonna was one of those bitches that was just like, yo, I'm going to get to it, but you're going to wait because it's me. <laughs> <laughs> When, when, right. other, when other people do it to me, I'll be like, yeah, I fucked with it. I right, 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 right. I get it. I ain't even mad. I'm just horrible, though. I was telling somebody today on, on Twitter, because you see, I tweeted out, like, when y'all going to let me come on y'all podcast. And I right. had people coming back to me like, no, when you going to let me be on your podcast? I'm like, bro, is I'm just a little trash right now with the scheduling. And, uh -huh. it's, and it's primarily because I can't. Like my brain is not working with topics, so it's just that's really all it is. But, anyways, I I, I'm gonna get it together. I'm I mean, gonna get it together. We, we talked off air, you know how I feel about that, so I think we're right. gonna be straight, right? We good, we good. So, <laughs> so, um, you, you are the other half of the We Got to Draws podcast, so people are pretty, people on my show are pretty familiar with uh. With your co-host Paco, Black Paco, right. so um, and I've I've directed a number of people to y'all podcast, uh, and people had asked me like, when you go have the other guy on the podcast? I'm like, nah. I'm gonna get Penrose on the podcast. No doubt, no doubt. So how you been holding up? Like, just you know, real quick, what what's been going on with you and and uh, quarantine and all that? You're in Virginia, right? Yeah. I'm in Northern, uh, Northern Virginia, yeah. Okay, so how's that working out for you? I mean, quarantine for me has been, um, I'm not going to say amazing, of course, because, you know, COVID is, is, is real out here, but uh, I kind of feel like it's it's been regular for me. The family been straight. We ain't really had no real scares. We had one COVID scare. It wasn't in the immediate family. It was uh, somebody, the old lady worked with his wife, you know what I mean? So we all had to go through the channels and making sure we was good, but... You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga ain't really missed the beat. I know a lot of people been complaining. Um, 
I, let me, then I always say this anytime I get a chance to, for all you people who have multiple children, let me say, God bless you. <laughs> because I, I, I'm a nigga who, yes, I got a son that eat like a horse, but it's two people in my house. So everything that's been going on really didn't affect me to the point of being like, oh my God, we're not going to have enough. You right. know what I'm saying? So for, for everybody else, you know what I mean? Let me say, God bless you. But for the most part, yeah, man, I've been chilling. I'm going to be real. Like, I ain't mad at you niggas that got to get up and go to work every morning. Like, I've been off since this shit happened, and I ain't missed the beat. So, you know, as men and as people, we, we got to do what we got to do to keep the ship afloat, but I ain't really missed the beat, so I'm, I'm good. Well, that's that's great. That is good, very good to hear. Yeah, man. So, um, so okay, so you, you live in Northern Virginia, but one thing that we've chatted about before is that you're from the Midwest, so you're from Detroit, Michigan, right? I'm from, the, I'm from the crown jewel of the fucking whole motherfucking Midwest. So we had already had beef or whatever. Because <laughs> see here, you come with the bullshit, but it's okay. Uh, you know. We we had already had our little, uh, you know, Ohio-Michigan beef because we, right. we, we all know what it is. You know what I'm saying? All right, for sure. It just is for what sure. it is. Especially with me being in Toledo and being so close to Detroit or, you know, just being right on the Michigan border, period. It's always been, right. like, a big deal. But it's always been fun, so. Yeah, I think that that beef, man, is one of those things to where it's it's only a beef because that's the word that it's an umbrella. I think beef is an umbrella term. Um, I think everybody who is intimately associated with that beef knows that, is not just about football, but at the same time, we've never, I've never been a part of a situation where anybody has actually got disrespected. No. I know fights have happened over the years and shit like that, but just in the big scheme of things, no. it's not really a disrespectful situation. It's state pride. That's all it is. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I feel like, as a matter of fact, I remember I was walking, uh, I was at a bar and I was coming out the bar and I'm walking and I'm talking to this young lady and I'm talking to her about Michigan, Ohio. And I hear somebody yell out of a car was like, fuck Michigan. And it was this chick. And I turned around and I was like, if you ain't from Ohio, and she's like, that's exactly where the fuck I'm from. And I was like, well, that's the only reason I'm going to excuse that. Right. You know what I mean? And I just, I love it. It's like, I told somebody one day it was, uh, I had a, 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 not an altercation, but a back and forth on the timeline with somebody and I'm one of those people that if I come from you and you from that state and you don't respond back with some hate from my state, I no longer want to speak to you. Like, <laughs> right, because really you just that, have to. I'm, yeah, I'm that deep when it comes to that shit, yo. Like, real shit. I remember years ago, man, I was I was flipping tables to uh, put myself through school and shit. And um, I used to work at a Logan's back in like 2011 and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, this, this family came in. And when they came in, they was in, I mean, straight scarlet and gray. All deck down, big dumbass Ohio fucking state, just everywhere, right? Doing I literally walked up to the table and pulled my license out and was like, and they was like, yo, can we get another server? I was like, you damn sure can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fuck with y'all either. It's, it's like, it, it's, a, it's a disrespect, but it's not a, it's not disrespectful. You know what I mean? It's like, we just yeah. know. when I, I'm in Georgia, and I see people with Michigan tags or with a Michigan shirt, and I be like, what the fuck are you even doing here? Like, why are you even here? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what it, dude, it just doesn't even make any sense for you to, with all of the Ohio State fans that's down in Georgia, like, why are you, what are, you're out of place, bro. You are, you are so out of place. And, it, but it's the, it's like, it's like the best rivalry ever. Like, I, I just cannot see any other 
especially like college football rivalry, like this right. one, no matter who wins. I mean, it's just, it's so damn stupid, but I love it. Like you just have to keep that shit going year after year. You have to talk cash shit for, on yeah. that whole week, the whole week before they play, you got to talk well, cash yeah. shit. You got to go Listen. get your fresh tea or your fresh hoodie. And you already know what it's about to be for that day. Real shit. Do you know, like, real shit? Don't get me wrong. Smoke Free Weekend was the, the actual title and the basis and all of that was came from um, Paco and them always going to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Beforehand and then, you know, culmination and shit. Mm. But, like, the actual, like, meeting up of me and him, that's that's how that whole shit started was because Michigan, Ohio. Like, niggas told us that them niggas was talking shit. We <laughs> did a whole back and forth. Like, shout out to VJ Burton. She DM'd us and was like, hey, yo, these Mich- these Ohio niggas talking shit about y'all. What we didn't know is that once we dropped the bomb and shit on them, she DM'd them niggas like, hey, these Michigan niggas talking ah, shit she about doing the most. <laughs> <laughs> so, the nigga Paco, you know, after about a show or two, niggas was saying some heated shit, but it was like, let me test the water. So, the nigga Paco called me and was like, hey, man, you know this shit ain't, ain't serious, right? I'm like, nah, we ain't taking it serious either. I said, we'll take it as... Y'all niggas from Ohio, y'all got enough disrespect for us only because we from here, but not on some 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 grown man shit. He was like, yeah, ain't no love lost. Right. I'm like, bet. We go back and forth, and we we drop we dropped the show called because uh, they you know they the name of their group was DMST. That's who he was with at the time. Okay. Um, and shout out to DMST because they still doing their thing too. But um, it's still for drunk. It stands for drunk mind sober thought. So we dropped the show okay, called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drunk midges with saggy titties. <laughs> y'all so ignorant. Ugh. I can see and that when, from y'all when we, too. <laughs> when we dropped that, now I wasn't even me and Paco. This is my old crew from back in the day. Oh, okay, okay. So when we dropped that show, that's when the nigga hit me. He like nigga the game on you know is 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 at the end of uh, uh, November. Was good, and so we drove down there. The nights came. Like I said, uh, you know, if you heard the story before, the nights came. Fucking the podcast queens came, real and raw came. Like this shit was a real live ass event. Yo, like, we had a live ass time. And so me and him actually working together. That's literally where that shit come from. Is there? It's from mm-hmm. the, that Ohio, that Michigan Ohio beef. So see, and that it's it's crazy. Yeah, you. I mean, you. It, you make lifelong memory. Every year there's a memory. You know what I'm saying? Like it, whether it's a person you met or an event you went to or whatever, every year there's some sort of memory. So yeah, it's it's an awesome thing to to experience. To man. be a part of, yeah. yeah. Look, I won't drag it on. I won't drag it on. But just last night I patched up a friendship and it and the patch up actually the, we came back together because of that. Long story That's short, the day we the day we went down to Ohio for that game, I'm I'm in a booth. We the only Michigan niggas there, me and BJ. I'm screaming, I'm fuck y'all niggas that are, you know, all of this shit. Finally, <laughs> I hear somebody say something back the most. Finally, I hear niggas be like, nigga, shut the fuck up. But I can't see who it is. All for the rest of the game, me and this nigga screaming back and forth at each other. At the end, at the end of the game, it ended up being um, DMSC homeboy MTV. Oh, the one Recently, that be on Paco's live? Yeah, right. So me and that nigga, we didn't have a falling out, but we lost contact for, you know, whatever reason. And we, we sat down and talked last night. He said some things. I said some things. But then it was just funny. He was like, as nigga, like I told him, I said, nigga, I've, I've been fucking with you because of that game. He like, hey, nigga, we've been brothers since that day. And I'm like, exactly. Like, it's just, like you said, so many memories come out of that game. Mm-hmm. And I don't think if you, unless you come from one or two states, you will never understand. Nope. You will never get it. Or, or unless you went to one of the schools, like you just... You just won't get it. But, um, so anyway, all right. Um, 
Let's go. Oh, you know what? One more question. One more question about what's good? Uh, about where you live. Uh-huh. What's the biggest difference? First of all, how long have you been in Virginia? And what's the biggest um, difference between Michigan and Virginia? This time I've been ever going on three years. I've been in and out of Virginia a lot in my since like teenage years. Okay, but um, I've been here this time since like three for like going on three years. The biggest difference is the traffic, the amount of time it takes to get somewhere, and wholeheartedly the people. Like Virginia, Northern Virginia is a melting pot. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like Virginia, Virginia is one of those states where it's not really a big state. But you know how, like, they say, like, California's three different states in one? I kind of feel the same way about Virginia. Like, Northern Virginia is not the same as Central and it's not the same as Southern whatsoever. So, for me, Northern Virginia is a melting pot. Like, everybody's here. Any race you want to find, I don't give a fuck. Out of the 19 motherfucking races of fucking Asians, that's a lot. You can find all of them motherfuckers here. (laughs) Right. Africans. Right, the Caribbean, anything you want is here, right? So for me, back home is, is white folks, black folks, Arabs, and Mexicans. And when I say Mexicans, I'm not using it as an umbrella term. We don't have no other form of Spanish folk as a whole. I know. In Detroit. I know. Right, you've been in Toledo. Yeah. I mean, you're from Toledo, right? You know what I mean? So for me, I think that's the biggest thing is like we're and, and shit, you can attest to this where we're from, everything is damn near a grid. So 20 miles is 20 minutes. 20 miles out here can take you an hour sometimes. Oh, facts. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I can I can get you know from I mean? Toledo. I can get from Toledo to downtown Detroit in 40 minutes. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. I can give, and the reason I know it's facts is because I can get from Toledo to my front door of my house in Detroit in 45 minutes because I stayed that close to downtown. That's what I'm, you know saying. What I'm saying. I know that's facts. Yeah, man, so for me, it's like, because, and then out here, it's only they expanded shit now, but Route One, it's always only been like two lanes or two main lanes, north and south, and then you got 95. So you don't have no freeways, you don't have no expressways. All you got is the motherfucking interstate and the state route. And it's like the traffic out here is ridiculous because the money out here is is, is fucking everything is, is shit money. So the money out here is ridiculous. But it's like so so many people come out here for that reason, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, shit is just crazy, man. So yeah. that, one that, of my that, best that, friends um was my one of my best friends and when she got out of the Air Force, she got a government job and she stayed in Northern Virginia making right. a good cheese. So right. So anyways, nah, um, all right, so look, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna uh go into the shut the fuck up award. As the guest, you go first. Um, Karen's, shut the fuck up. We didn't call y'all Karen's. Y'all did. Um, people that oh, let's if you're go. Adult, let's go. <laughs> if you're a fucking adult and you're asking, can men and women be friends? Shut the fuck up and ask the real. For one, just shut the fuck up. Second off, ask the real question. Asking your fucking mate deal with the fact that you got friends outside of them. That's the problem. I, if you're single, you'll be friends with whoever the fuck you want. Let's go. Yes. Um, shut the fuck up. Men who can't understand a woman's emotional or sexual PTSD, but then yet and still you you expect her to deal with your 550 credit score sleeping on them fucking air mattresses at your mama house. Come shut through, Penrose. Come on through. Yes. Come on through. Shut the fuck up for you, bitch. No, you women that expect a nigga to have a six-figure job, but you still doing doing not even like real nails. You doing nails in your mama basement. You don't live with your mama. You don't. You don't. But you, your cousin, your sister, and your sister, and your sister, and your sister, and your sister and all all together. Shut the fuck up. Right? 
2020. If you niggas is still mad at niggas who smoke weed, do me a favor and hold up, niggas. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Nobody says anything to you, alcoholics. Nobody. You motherfucking meth head niggas get motherfucking goddamn rehab thrown on you, but you mad at a nigga that smoked too much weed. You ain't got that. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Oh. I cannot take it. I cannot take it. Man. But you I'm, right. I'm you, I was ready with this one. Bro. I was ready with this one. Like, I'm tired of the Karens. I'm tired of the. I'm just tired of all that, that shit, man. You right. Especially niggas. Especially niggas. I'm a nigga, and and I say I say this all the time to all men. You can fuck how you feel. You the most ballingest nigga out here. You got the biggest house with the best car, and you fuck your wife ten times from Sunday. We fragile. We the most fragile thing on all the fucking earth. Stop That's acting right. like you can't understand this woman's emotional fucking issues. If she came into this motherfucking relationship with baggage, my nigga, how about instead of telling her to dump her bags off the door, you find out what's in the motherfucker. You niggas sitting around running around like women ain't supposed to. What Penrose? Would you? You're a nigga. I know it. I will smack the shit out of anybody. I know it. But at the same, if I get sick, nigga, all I want to do is crawl up on her lap and be a bitch. I'm a nigga, so I know you niggas is fragile. So how dare you look at this woman as if she's not supposed to have something going on if she done went through some dramatic shit in her past that ain't nobody dealt with. This motherfucker damn near 40 and you talking about some shit happened to her when she was five and ain't nobody dealt with it. Yeah, she got baggage, my nigga. So be a fucking man and deal with it or let this woman go to somebody who really know how to deal with it. Oh, and one other thing. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, you niggas who are real husbands that's got a problem with her having no fucking work husband. You want to know why you should shut the fuck up? Because if you was doing what you were supposed to do, she wouldn't have a work husband. Sign a former work husband. Man, fuck them. Fuck these niggas, man. Real shit. Listen here. Listen here. If y'all ain't been to church since y'all been, you know, quarantined, my guy Penrose just preached a very good word. A very good word. People like for real. Niggas get on my nerves. I almost couldn't hold it together. I almost got up and start shouting. It's true, man. Like niggas just gotta chill. Women gotta chill. Niggas gotta chill. Everybody gotta respect everybody's space. Right. Until we can do that, it's gonna be a fucked up thing. So, all right. So, uh, I mean, shit. My little shut. My little shut the fuck up war. But shit, I'm gonna follow it up because that's what I do. So. Somebody tweeted out today about <laughs> the classic I can't be I can't be racist bullet points. So is that right? Yeah, so I would like to say shut the fuck up to the the people who have said these the following things. Number 1. Shut the fuck up if your go-to is I don't see color. You can have a shut the fuck up award. Number 2. Shut the fuck up if if your go-to is I have a black or a mixed family member. You too can shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, please. Shut the fuck up, number three. If you're quick to tell people people of color or blacks how to deal with how to deal with the police and and how to avoid them and how to avoid being, you know, how to just how to avoid the, the police messing with you. You most right. definitely could shut the fuck up because fuck up. we're being haunted, haunted, not haunted, hunted, period. Shit, haunted too. Shit. That too. So I don't want to fucking hear that shit. Also, 
the people who say who asked about the videos and they be like, did we see what happened before the, the police killed him? You can shut the fuck up. All right. And last but not, sure didn't see what happened before Dylan Roof got motherfucking arrested. But we know what the fuck the result was, and that nigga didn't get a shot popped at him. So please shut the fuck up. Please shut the fuck up. Please shut the fuck up. And last but not least, those who want to throw out the Martin Luther King Jr. quotes, you can have my last shut the fuck up here in episode forty. You can have that. Eat that shit because just shut the fuck up for what? That's it. That's all you know. That's all you know. That's all, all right. you have to offer. We were all, all right. to, we were we uh, were all taught about you know Martin Luther King in school. Tell me something else. Right. Real shit. Mom, I don't give I a fuck about your dream. <laughs> real shit. Can I piggyback here? Shut the fuck up, real quick. Yep. White women. <clears throat> Let me say first off. I ain't, I, I'm not the nigga that's... I don't give a fuck if y'all got interracial relationships, nigga. I was in an interracial relationship for a very long time, so that's not where this is coming from. But white women, please don't result to my baby daddy is black mm. when it comes to you commenting on black issues. Please. <sighs> Shut the fuck up. Pretty please. As a matter of fact, just, just don't comment on no black issues. Just don't, don't do it. Real shit. Just don't do it. Real shit. I mean, uh, because I... Although now you may have a black child, you they're gonna they're still gonna learn more quickly than you do. Like they'll be ten and know more about race and how race can affect you at ten. And you you forty now, so nobody nobody's going to disrespect your motherhood. I don't think anybody should ever step into that woman's face like from a. You know, just that's, right. that's still that kid's mother. But from black issues, especially because most of them is going to deal outside of your home. Like, relax. Yep. Relax. You got you got to sit that. You got to sit those out. You got to sit the. And and and, and when I say sit sit out, I mean like make sure that you know. Make sure that you know. I can't say make sure you understand what's being talked about because you're not. You'll never understand it. But make sure you at least know or have done the research or anything before you speak up because there's plenty of other people I'm sure whenever whenever whatever happens there'll be plenty of other qualified people to make whatever statements need to be made at that time so right exactly yeah exactly. so and that's that on, that that's that on that right. so all right so this is what we're going to do we're going to take a a little break and then we're going to come back with our right. main topic that's cool with you. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. I need to step off anyway. <laughs> All right. We back. Much needed little break. Before we get into this little juicy little topic I came up with right before the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> Through all my notes away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, we still going to talk about the other thing, but still. So, um, how do I want to start this off? So, over the past few weeks, I've been talking to different people about having crushes, right? Like, uh-huh. I know at one point in time, I even might have tweeted out, like, how, you know, how how do I have a crush at my big old age or, you know, something like that. Yeah, I remember seeing that, yeah. And I remember <laughs> listening to We Got the Draws 
podcast like a long time ago and you talk, always talking about this crush that you had. So right. I wanted to talk not necess, not necessarily like directly about the actual crush, but different types of crushes. Like, do you believe that there's different type of crushes and things like that? So first, okay. let's let's start there. Do do you believe that crush is like if you if somebody says, let me get this right. Okay, if somebody says. They have a crush on you. How do you take that? What what does that mean to you? Um, it all depends on who the person is and who like who's saying it. Uh, only because I do believe that, that there are different kind of crushes. Uh, nine times out of ten, I think everybody uses crush in the sense of somebody that you are emotionally, physically attracted to, somebody that you would be interested in. But usually, a crush is because. I don't say we, I won't say we don't have a confidence to approach this person, but a crush is because that person is 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 quote unquote idolized fantasy for us, and sometimes we don't want to ruin that fantasy. Sometimes we see that person in such a way, and that person is doing their job. They don't know it, but <clears throat> sometimes you fantasize about your crush to the point to where that person is such a good person that it makes you believe in good in the world. Other times, is this somebody that you just want to get in bed with? Other times, you know what I mean? So, again, it depends on who it came from. Um, the most recent time that I was told that somebody that somebody admitted to having a crush on me, uh, I took it as, as extreme flattery because I don't think the person knew me as well as they thought they did. Mm-hmm. And um, so I took it as flattery because, they, I mean, don't get me wrong, there was no ill vibes, there was no harsh vibes, there was nothing wrong. It wasn't like, ugh, you got it, like, like weird or nothing. Like, right, right, you know right. What I'm saying? But I think the way that they expressed it, like, you don't know me on that level like you think you do. So from that standpoint, but I was, but I was like, still, I was like, damn, that's dope. Like, all right, cool. Like, like cause, because it's like my brother said to me a long time ago. He said, niggas feel like they in love when they in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. He said, nah. He said, love existed when you was in like second, third, fourth grade, ninth grade, shit like that. He said, in those days, you didn't give a fuck what he drove. You didn't give a fuck where she worked. You That's didn't give real. a fuck how big it was. You just gave a fuck about, damn, I can't wait to get to school, school. to see this mom. Yeah, That's real. You know what I'm saying? So now in today's age, don't get me wrong, as adults, all of those things have to come into, into view. But I think we we... We put those things into a sense of love instead of just a sense of security. Love and security are two totally separate things that Absolutely. build a relationship. We try to jumble that shit in one. So to, to backtrack and to get it all the way down, you know, to keep on topic with the crush, I feel like crushes come from different standpoints. I mean, I've had a crush on a woman and it was just strictly from a friendship standpoint. Like I wanted her in my life as my friend. You know what I mean? And then So of okay, hold shit, on, let's stop there. So there's a friendship crush. Let me let's let's talk and, about and that. And Penrose eyes there is. Because, again, I feel like a crush is somebody that you fantasize about. And in, and in the way that I look at the word friend, the people that I allow to get close to me, those people, all those people, I have not necessarily idolized at some point in life. But I don't feel, I don't, anybody that's close to me, like, I don't feel like, yeah, like, they're not there just because I know them. They're not there just because I've been friends with you for 20, 30 years. You're not there just because... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're there because like I can sit on the phone and talk to a motherfucker every day. That don't mean you're my friend. I we might be you. friends. 
you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people throw those words around. To me, words mean a lot, like a lot, a lot. It's the only thing that you can't trace back to an original word because you have to use a word to trace back everything. So words mean a lot. So that's real. When you really think about it, motherfuckers is always like, "That's my friend." This, that, not you know. So to me, friends mean a lot. You know, before I get super long winded about it. So yeah, I had a friendly crush because it was somebody that I knew that if they were a friend in my life, without the sexual attraction, without overstepping those boundaries, without you know breaking the brother sister rule, like then yeah, this would be a beneficial aspect to my life. And I went about it in a certain way. I feel like you got to stalk it. Just like you stalk the motherfucker you about to be with, you got to stalk your friends the same way. And when I say stalk, we got, like you, if you really want to be with somebody, you might not do no creepy shit, but you you might pay attention to their social media. Yeah, if you know somebody, you know what I'm saying? You know somebody that know them, you're going to ask a few questions. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't, if you at, at all costs, let me prevent myself from walking into a fucked up situation, even, even if on the surface level. Yep. We have to do that with people we call our friends. We meet a motherfucker, we have a few drinks with them, they was cool as shit that night, and now we want that person to be that person all the time. We've made them our friend. No, 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 no. So I kind of vetted this person, and shit, yeah, man. It was like I had a friendly crush, and she's been like an amazing person in my life ever since. That's what's up. <laughs> So, so at what point, so are you, so are you telling me that everyone that you've had a crush on, you didn't want, you didn't want the same thing from each of them. Like you didn't want to maybe have sex with them or you didn't want to be in a relationship with them. It was just you were just attracted to them one way or another. And that was that. So that you're saying that that is a possible form of having a crush. Yes. I, I believe so. Yes. Okay. In my I life, it's, all, it's 100% possible. I mean, cause it happens like, you know, so. but is it one of those things where if, is it one of those things where if the, if the crush like, do you tell them? Do you tell them that you have a crush on them? Like, even if you if, if you're not trying to like make any type of moves on them, do you tell them that you have a crush? Yep. You wanna know why? Because regardless of if you want to be with somebody intimately or not, what's the easiest way to get into anybody's mental state? Make them laugh. How many adults are not gonna giggle at the fact that somebody got a crush on them? That's real. As soon as you tell somebody that it it allowed because as soon as you tell an adult, hey, I got a crush on you, regardless if they want to receive this shit or not, babe, sit down and let's talk about this because it's it's flattering. It is. Anybody's gonna have that conversation now. If you get weird, then yeah, though maybe they shut that conversation down. If you're not weird and they hear you out, maybe they still don't sit, feel the same way. But there's not one adult that you're gonna tell, hey, I got a crush on you, and they at least ain't gonna hear at least thirty seconds of what the fuck you got to say. So for me, yeah, if I if I got a crush on you, I'm gonna tell you. But even I'm, okay, but even if you're not really trying to do anything with that person, like is that going to with that? It, I mean, it clouded things. It clouded things with the with the with the woman that um that I had a crush on that was my friend. It clouded things because she thought that I was gaming her up. Like a lot of dudes use the friendly role to try to get pussy. I just want to be your friend. I just I just want to care. And really, they want to fuck. Nah, man. If I want to fuck you, I'm coming from that angle. 
it might not be direct, like, hey, let me smash, but right. I'm not gonna come with the, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to hit, like, I'm not, no, uh-uh. You're not gonna crown your shoulder, you're not gonna crown my shoulder about your boyfriend if I wanna fuck you. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's that's manipulation. That's wrong. That's horrible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I wanna fuck you, and you call me, and you telling me about your boyfriend, listen, call your, call your homegirl. <laughs> right. I don't need no emotion, I don't need that emotional sex, but if I'm your friend, fuck yeah. What do you do? Yeah, fuck that nigga. Listen, just like Keith, say fuck that nigga. I'm on the phone saying, <laughs> once you got all your crying out, I'm gonna tell you if you're wrong or not because we friends. But I feel like people people put too much emphasis on the sexual uh, energy between men and women because oh, God, I'm a friend. It, I, it, there's not one motherfucker alive that's gonna tell me that everybody that they're friends with of. Uh, the 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 opposite sex or the sex that they're attracted to everybody that they're friends with that they're not all attracted like all of them they're not attracted to at all fuck that at least ninety percent of them you're attracted to but you have to be adult enough in yourself and if you're in a relationship have enough respect for you your mate and your friend to never overstep those boundaries I think that's where it really comes into man like people always put that energy on you know oh you can't be you you can't be friends y'all men and women why like, and, and a lot of niggas always, a lot of people, when I tell you what I'm about to tell you, a lot of people think I'd be bullshit. Like, I done literally, like, slept in bed with women. I done literally cuddled with a chick and, like, just watch movies, but that's just my people. I'm not putting my dick in you nothing. And, I, but you know what? Hold like, on, Penrose, but for real, no. See, I've had this conversation. As a matter of fact, I think I was talking to Paco about it, about it, because, you know, I'm a nudist. So I, I was posing the question, like, you know, could you, I think there was something going on in the news or something with somebody being naked at somebody's house. But I'm like, could you, if, if, a, if somebody, if she came to your house and she's like super drunk or whatever, like you were the closest to her or whatever, and she makes it to your house, you know, and she's in your bed, she, she took off all her clothes. She's in her, your bed. Like, that's you know is that okay like or you know and I think he was just like no like I you can't be naked in my house <laughs> you know I mean, fuck ass I mean right right for me personally I mean shit again man like not not that exact situation but I've definitely had drunk ass homegirls it's like hey my nigga I can't make it can I can I come spend the night at your house yeah yeah I'm like you know what I'm saying because again I'm. I'm not the nigga. Okay. First off, let me say, have I ever had sex with a friend? You're goddamn right I have. I'm not going to be that nigga okay. that's here like, oh, you niggas are horrible. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, it's definitely, it's definitely happened. The friends that I have had sex with have been friends for like, I don't know, one chick I was friends with from like high school, and then I ran back into her, and boom. And then um, another chick I worked with, and it just kind of evolved into some shit. 98.9% of the women that I have ever called friends, sis, whatever, have literally just only been that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, um, I mean, for me, man, like, I don't know. I don't know. The, 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 my bad, because I totally, I ain't lose my thought, but. Uh, you were saying, um, <laughs> no, no, no. I know who was at. About being attracted to, okay, here we go. So I feel like, because I can't remember exactly where we were, but I feel like. I remember where we was at. I just, I tripped myself up, but go ahead. Okay. 
I f- and I also feel like as adults, because you you said that you know people put so much too much energy into you know us being you know sexual and not being able to be friends or whatever. But I feel right. like oh, we can. My bad. I'm gonna let you in, but I remember. Go ahead. We can be attracted to people and not want to be with them. Like that's right. that's and- kind of what to me what a crush can can be like yeah there's there's definitely a crush where you like oh my god i have got to have them in whichever way shape or form it is you want to have them in like oh my god and you're like really obsessing like you would as a teenager at a concert you know what i mean like we there is that but there are the to the other side to that is oh my god like that person is so attractive like you know wow like you know you you kind of get you might even get a little bit giddy anytime that they come around but it's not that you want to be with them you know what i'm saying like that's not what you're seeking from that it's just you just think you're there you're you're just attracted to them and that's okay like everybody that i that i know that i feel is attractive that don't mean i want to be with them right look i feel like First of all, I remember what we were saying. You were saying if a woman came over naked, can I let her sleep in the bed? Is that okay? Yes, fuck yeah, it's okay. Because it's definitely happened, like, more than once. Like, it just is what it is. Like, at that point, too, I think we got to always remember that most niggas that you notice between, like, 30 and 40 got raised to look at women as objects. And sometimes it takes a long time out of that. Luckily, Mm -hmm. I was a nigga that came out of that. And just because you're naked, just because you're fine as fuck, that doesn't give me... For one, it don't give me the right to do anything. And I don't even think the niggas that do try it feel like they have the right. They always actually look for a consulting moment. Mm-hmm. But a lot of niggas have not learned how to turn off the carnal one. You know what I mean? We, we, right. we all can't turn the one off, but it's like, shit. Every day I see you, you find in a motherfucker, I don't try you. Why would I take this vulnerable moment because you drunk to feel that that's the moment to try you? Yeah. See what I'm saying? So, um... But anyway, back to what we were saying. But yeah, that's real though. That's that's one hundred. But yeah, that's all I. That's that's really all I wanted out of. I mean, you know, I just wanted to know. But, hmm? but no, this is what I was gonna say before. Um, I I backtracked on that. I feel like everybody in their life, especially if you're young <clears throat> and you're single, you should have. If you're a woman or you are a gay man, you should have seven boyfriends. If you are a man or you are a gay woman, you should have seven girlfriends, and none of them should you be having sex with. They should be friends that are of the sex that you like to hang around. The reason I believe this, the only reason I know how to fuck very well is because I listen to my sisters and all their friends. The only reason I know how to surprise you and what the... Listen. I I hear Penrose coming with the gems. Okay. I I mean, because, I mean, we got to listen, like... I can learn a lot of lessons from niggas. A lot of lessons, but I don't. I ain't never got game from a nigga. All my game came from a woman. A nigga didn't told me all his sexual aspects. And hey, nigga, maybe you might want to try these moves. A woman taught me how to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when you look at it, like you got to understand, like whoever you like to be around in the sexual aspect or relationship aspect, whatever the fuck, whoever you like, that's who you need to hang around as friends. Like, I literally, like, in any relationship I've had, especially within the last 10 years, I've definitely had to have the, the conversation of, hey, look, I got way more women friends than dudes. Because I don't hang around guys. Guys, I'm a guy. I don't need to learn shit about dudes. Right. You know what I mean? But women are an ever-evolving fucking book that I love to read. So I need to, I feel to be it. around. Them. 
So, yeah, you. but you definitely, I feel like, yes, you can have a crush without it being sexual. You can have a crush that is, is exclusively sexual. You can have a crush that is only mental. Um, I feel like so many people get hung up on society status quos and the, ta- and, and the scarcity, or not even the scarcity, I'm sorry, I use that word totally incorrectly, being afraid of the taboo shit that this is why, like, this is why that dude that's like the deacon at the church and, and fucking like got like the two kids and everything's been great. And then somebody like comes with some pictures of him and like high heels and lingerie. Fact. This is why it comes out that way mm-hmm. because he hasn't been allowed to motherfucking like express himself sexually in his own relationship. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to be real about the shit that's going on out here. Like we're so quick to accept things that are changing on the house in this world, but that are outside of our personal environment. Facts. Right. Whether it be your outlook on uh, homosexuality, whether it be your outlook on transgender, whether it be your outlook on race relations, whether it be your outlook on a no child left behind shit, whether it be your outlook on whether we live under a dome or whether the earth is fucking around. Right. right. We allow all of this outside shit to affect us. But the minute somebody that's close to you is like, hey, I feel like it's a lot. Listen, it's a lot of you niggas that ain't never bust on your old lady face because you too fucking pussy to have that conversation. Right. And it's a lot of you women that want your face bust on, but you so scared to look. How you look like a hoe to the nigga that you paying bills with? Bitch, what? Have, like, talk. Talk. <sighs> I, I, I tell people when I tell people when I tell people that I have to have I have to be able to have as 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 much as I love being spontaneous and being organic about things and doing all this that and the other I really have to have a conversation with a person before I have sex with them like mm-hmm. I I need to understand like I need to know what what it is and and I'm very open minded like please tell me everything I'm not going to judge you at all I'm going to tell you everything because we need to make sure that at this time in our life if first of all if we're going to have sex it's go, it's need to be good sex right cuz we ain't out here just fucking if you you know if you sing I mean shit you might still be on that and I'm not mad at you if you are you know what I'm saying it is what it is but for those of us who are not you know what I'm saying it's just like even if you are shit you be you want to make sure that you still having the best sex that you can ever have and the only way that you're really going to be able to do that is to have a conversation and you so you cannot be afraid to have these conversations there's nothing wrong with having these conversations prior to you having sex like and then you be mad going back to your going back to your girl like man this nigga was whack like probably because he was scared to do the shit that you really like him to do because motherfuckers don't talk i so um shout out to hype man hype williams she was here this weekend right that's my homie uh-huh. um so hype know the old lady or whatever right so we sitting around having a conversation and and i say yo and i the reason i don't have a problem saying this is because i always back this shit up with like the realness right right so i'm i meet my old lady it was like instant just oh my god right so we had the crib and you know shit getting frisky and shit but i'm like listen relax i said i want you like you want me but I'm not going to fuck you for like two weeks. She was like, excuse me? I said, my dick not going to work for like two weeks. And she's like, nigga, what? What does that mean? I said, said, literally, I need to like, I said, because I said, now mind you, 
if I just want to fuck you, if I if I thought that this was going to be you you coming over here tonight and it's a possibility that I might not see you no more, if this was just, damn, that's all I wanted was that ass, yeah, I, trust me, it worked. I said, I tear this motherfucker down. I said, but I like you. And so because I like you, my dick needs to like you, and my dick cannot like you unless my soul respects you. So, like, give me, like, two weeks. So, of course, nobody wants to listen to that rule, and she kept fucking around with me, and the sex was whack for, like, two weeks. And I remember looking at it, I was like, that shit been bullshit, huh? And she was like, yeah, I said, well, watch this. Yeah. Hold my beer. And now, all right. And she told the old lady the other day, she was, I mean, she told hype the other day, she was like, I can't get this nigga to chill the fuck out now. Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't that I can't fuck. It wasn't that something was wrong. It was because I respect you enough to make sure, for one, one thing I believe, whether it's one night stand sex, new sex, whatever, you're never leaving my house being able to go back to anybody and be like, uh-uh, nope, bullshit. Since I was 22 years old, I remember it was an older chick that taught me. She was like, listen, you fucking, but you're not fucking me. Let me show you how to fuck me. And ever since then, I've been a beast. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, I mean, you got to learn as you go. Don't get me wrong. Right, 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 right. I feel it. I feel it. But my whole point is, from that day forward, even as a young man at 22 years old, I knew that I was never going to let another woman leave my house with any doubt in her mind that even her best dick, she going to have to go back and rewind. Like, let me think. (laughs) (laughs) but i said all i had to say when it like when if when i'm with somebody that i like it's weird for me and i even i call it weird because i can't really explain it if i like you and my soul knows i like you i can't fuck you all time i i want it's like it's almost a piece of me that wants to learn you more than i want to have sex with you but now, but when I learn you and I feel like, oh, we good, we compatible. Like, I can laugh with you, we easy. Like, it's, And I think it's because I, I came out of a fucked up ass toxic relationship. I don't want that energy no more. Yeah. So once I can realize it, because you're never going to learn everything about anybody in a month, two months, three months. But when I can learn that our energy is at least resonating on, on the same wavelength to where we get along, we blend, we... we Compliment each other as opposed to compromise each other, then right. fuck yeah. I'm that shit the fuck out the frame. But again, if I don't like you, oh, baby. Because again, if I fuck you tonight and that's horrible, it's the world of social media. <laughs> Last week I need And I mean, it's a small ocean, it's a small section of the ocean of podcasting that we in, but the facts. The, the section we in is vicious. Facts. And the last thing I need is girl Penrose can't fuck. No, 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 no. Facts. <laughs> that would just be. Oh my goodness. It would just be Paco and <laughs> present because I would be gone. Nah, we ain't. We ain't letting you go out like that. Fuck that. Nah. That's, nah, that's what I'm saying though. Like, I feel like. Even even sticking on this on the level of like having a crush, all the way down to having a crush, and he, even whether it be friendship, mental shit, sexual shit, whatever. I think one of the things that's the biggest thing that none of us do is take the time a to be real about what you want as a person. I think we we so hell bent on. Some of us are trying to get out of what mama taught us to be into being free. And even with being free, we still want to fit into the status quo of what the world is doing right now. And the rest of us are so afraid of just trying new shit. You know what I'm saying? That's real. And you, you just got to be real about who you are. It's like, it's like we was talking one day and my chick, she was like, Yo, she was like, you always want porno head. And I was like, I was like real shit for the last like six years. All I got was porno head, but we had the conversation. 
that chick that I was with, she ain't fuck like a porno star, but you're right. She sucked dick like a porno star. So I got used to it for six years. But this is somebody totally new. Right. I can't expect you. So we made a joke. We was like, anytime you get in a new relationship, you should try to go as porno as you can. And whatever that motherfucker is like, whoa, that's the stopping point. You just take that off of your head. All right, this is what you can go there. Now let's try this shit over here. You know what I mean? Because you can't just expect everybody to be as nasty as you want them to be. But that's if you're going to fall in love with somebody or respect somebody enough to, if somebody respects you enough to allow them to enjoy their space, yes. how dare you not give them enough respect to enjoy their boundaries? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So one, one more thing about crushing, then we're going to move on to the last uh, thing that we're going to talk about. All right. Do you still have a celebrity crush? Uh, fuck yeah, of course. I got a, like a main one? Yeah. Or like, because I've had multiple of them. Okay, give me three. Okay. Oh, man. Good. Okay. Because for three, like for the longest time, nobody ever agrees with me or understands it. I don't know why. For the longest time, up maybe until I was like 30, Faith Evans, oh my. Oh, fuck. yeah. She bad. Oh, man, listen, my ex, I used to, this girl, I dated this girl on and off for like 18 to 34. So that means I was cheating and everything, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um (laughs) so i remember when we was like 19 20 maybe like 22 somewhere in that young age Uh. i remember her knowing that i love faith so much she was like babe um i need you to go somewhere with me and i'm like where's she like over my family house i'm like okay cool because i love the family right so we we drive and i'm like yo your mama didn't live over there she's like nah go somewhere else with me so we pull up to the scrib or whatever and we go in this house and when we come around, it's like, you know how the Midwest house is. You go to do that side door, go up where the, Facts. Up the land is. You right yeah, there. yeah. The split level. So we hit the kitchen. Right, exactly. We hit the kitchen because the other way, you go straight down to the basement. Right. right. So we hit the kitchen. <laughs> and she said, she said, uh, she looked up at her because I think her name was like Rashida or something. She was like, hey, uh, Sheeta, whatever she called her. And she turned around. And when I say, I just stopped because this girl looked dead like Faith Evans. And when we left, she was wow. like, you know, I love you, right? I was like, yeah. She was like, I know you wouldn't cheat on me, so I literally took you over there because I know how much you love Faith, and I just know my cousin looked just like her. Like, I was like, oh. Nigga, you told that story so good, I thought Faith was going to be standing in the house. Nah, it was it was her. It was, look, every time, <laughs> the funny part was, anytime we would go somewhere, and her cousin would be there, and she kept me staring, she would just laugh. Like, I used to be in love with Faith. Yeah, okay. that's a good one. Okay, who else? Faith, um, if I got to keep it real, Cause ever since I've been, in, I, I mean, I just stopped fucking older chicks. Like once I got committed, like I love an older woman. Fucking Claire, fucking hostile. Oh my really? fucking god! Really? Man, what? What? Man, what? What nigga don't want Claire? <laughs> That's so cute. L- lawyer, dedicated ass mom. The only time you so ever not really so not Felicia was- Rashad, but Claire Huxtable. I mean, I want Felicia Rashad from the standpoint of, okay, so this is the thing. A lot of people, you don't get to see both of their lives. I, we kind of got to right. saw both of hers because she was married to an NFL player. You know what I mean? You saw her off the camera shit. But I think we are more in tune with Claire Hustable. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I would take Felicia Rashad, the woman, but I feel like Claire Hustable, like, what nigga don't want to marry Claire Hustable? If it's a nigga, white, black, Asian, whoever, if you don't want a Claire Hustable, I'm not saying that if you married and your wife not like Claire Hustable, 
my old lady ain't shit like Claire Huxtable. <laughs> she got some Claire Huxtable qualities. She, got she some Claire Huxtable-ish. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But she not, you know, one kid. She not a mom. Shit like that. You know what I mean? So Claire was just like, damn, bro. Like, I wish I wish I could pick four because, like, Claire and the Darcy and Viv, man, they like neck and neck. Okay. Like, you could still pick another one. And then, but then again, like, okay, like, celebrity, like, for real crush that, like, so Claire, from the standpoint, I just always like older women. Um, but, oh, shit, listen, my queen, my, my Beyonce to Beyonce, my baby mama, because my baby mama don't know about it, motherfucking Rihanna, all fucking oh, day, yo. Nigga, what? Oh, fucking That's everybody day. crush. That's it. <laughs> if it ain't, if it ain't your crush, you, there's it's a so problem. Bruh. 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 When I say I'm obsessed with that woman, listen. Oh my god. Oh my god. Listen. Every time she pop up. Man, what? One day I was having a horrible day, and one of my friends just sent me around to get saw that because they knew it was gonna make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Claire Huxtable, Faith Evans, probably Rihanna. I mean, I like attractive women. Don't get me wrong. But as far as like, I have crushes for different reasons because a lot of niggas gonna be like, you know, a lot of niggas. Just, I think their crushes come for sexual reasons. But for me, it's like. I got them for different reasons, but you know, those you, would be probably my top three to be honest. Do you know who my crush is? Um, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Oh, man. <laughs> Bay- Bay- the Great. I, I don't know who what. I I know people <laughs> screaming at the uh screaming at their phone or their computer right now. It's Raheem Devon. Raheem Devon's your crush? What? I am the number one Raheem Devine stand club. It's me. Why you listen? You know this nigga seems like, and I ain't got nothing against Raheem Devine. You you sure the hell don't? You you absolutely don't have nothing against Raheem Devine. I respect the nigga hustler. Everything. I guess it's just okay. So let me say it like this: for the reasons women love him, yeah, I'm for all of that shit. But Mm -hmm. from the singing aspect, he's just never been a nigga that caught me with his music. Do your thing, like man. No, it's absolutely his music for me. It's absolutely yes, yes. It's absolutely his music for me. His music make y'all clitoris dance because every woman I know loves the shit out this nigga. So I mean, he sings at the Bahama Breeze around the corner from my house. Listen to listen. I'm gonna tell you one thing. You gonna tone it down about Raheem Devon? No, he local out here. I'm just saying. I know. That's what I'm saying. If he was to ever come, I'm not like saying that like, oh, he's sing over there. You know what I'm saying? If he was to ever come out here, that nigga sing right around the corner of the house. Like, shit, come out here. You run into him. So that's why I've met him twice, though. I've met him twice. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you was the same because you talked about it on, on the timeline. I pay attention. This is what I'm I ain't, saying. I ain't no like a lot of these niggas out here, but I pay attention. Nah, he he's he's um <laughs> that's my number one stand. And I have a crush on Raheem Devon, but I, it's not a crush where I'm just like. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just... Right, yeah. You like them for the car or whatever it is. Shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. People put too much, people too, put too much stock, stock and shit. That's just like, okay. My favorite out of Invo wasn't done. Ever. 
It was the one that was that had the rolling motherfucking juice. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit. I feel it. So you know, Raheem Devon, Allen Iverson. I've run, no, I've run into Allen Iverson twice as well. Um, right. And I love him and everything about him. And everybody in Detroit hates that nigga. Like. He's, not really everybody, but he's my favorite, and um, that's that on that. And I don't want to hear nothing bad about him ever. And my other crush, since we did three, is Jill Scott, ooh, ooh. and that's Come. that on that. Jill Scott look like she tastes like, like not like vanilla ice cream, but like if you ever had to eat a vanilla bean raw and it tastes good. That's Joe Scott. Or like... Remember that lotion that uh, Victoria's Secret came out that with? cucumber like, melon? That too, though. I wasn't going to even go there. It was the shit. It was like 2011. It was like golden something. It was like... Mm-hmm. But it, it it almost tasted or smelled like like vanilla, like cinnamon caramel. I don't know. It's like, like she is. It's like she tastes like sparkles or something, like glitter. Yeah, whatever God pussy smelled like, that's what Jill Scott seemed like. She walk around like, with it all day. Period. <laughs> like that's that on that. Like I yeah, listen. Man. I will ri- when I say I risk it all. If it's one person on this list, I risk it all for. And listen. Jilly from Philly, man. Hey, and then and then you all on the listen. You know what I mean? You know how many niggas probably was riding home after that concert where she did that shit with the mic, looking at that old lady like. I I was there, like I was at one of the ones that she did it at when she yeah. came to. Yep, when she came to one music fest, um, not last year, year before last, but right. yeah, that shit was. I mean, it was amazing. Like she, have you ever seen her live? I have not. She's oh my god! She is uh, make like please whenever she goes, if she's anywhere near where you are, you have to go see Jill. And it's oh, I, I know she's gonna come to DC when once once she open up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So so yeah. Them them mine. So uh, real quick, I wanted to talk about the little uh, segment that you have on your show. What is it? Weed of the week? Is that what it's it's strain it is? Strain of the week. So I want to know. Yeah. Um, how you came up with the concept? Like, what what was you, what's your purpose in doing this um, strain of the week? Um, for me, I think a lot of people smoke weed and they don't know what they're smoking. I'm a heavy weed smoker. I love it from the standpoint of I don't smoke weed to like get blowed out of my mind and just I mean you know whatever sometimes. But anyway, um, I think <laughs> right. weed it needs to be right. It needs to be understood. It needs to be talked about from the standpoint of knowing what you're getting. It's almost like anything. It's like if you get an energy drink, if you buying a mattress, if you buying liquor, whatever, you know what you want to get for the type of experience that you want to have. So a lot of times people walk into these dispensaries or they walk to walk up to the, you know, to the weed man or whatever, and they buy things and they hear names and they get excited. Mm-hmm. And I remember being one of those people. And what made me like, of course, like, I didn't have this concept back then because the show didn't exist then. But one thing that made me wanted to understand what I was smoking was I went to an event one time um, and I got uh, Poison Durbin. And I you are the zero. third person that brought up Poison Durbin in the last, like, 48 hours, literally. Really? Yes. Man, look, I got some Poison Durbin and I was like, bad, this shit sound amazing. So 
I took it, you know what I mean? The shit that we bought, like, I was already smoking at the joint, but the shit we bought, I was just like, whatever. So I ain't even smoked that shit till the next day, so I know it wasn't like no, I got the shit mixed with it, nothing. Smoked the weed, bro, and I'm talking about, like, just violently just hated it. You know what I'm saying? Really? And, yeah, and so when I realized that it was a, a, a indica, I was like, Okay, but I've smoked different indicas. And that's what, like, I don't, somebody stole it from me recently, but I had the weed Bible, the shit to tell you the different strains, how to grow different shit inside, mm-hmm. outside, this, that, whatever. Um, I subscribe to different shit. And it's not, for me, it's not being into weed from the standpoint of just, oh my God, it's weed. It's literally, if I smoke this, I know the creative vibe's about to be straight. If I smoke Tangy, I'm about, listen, if I smoke, listen, the old lady even know. Oh, that nigga got some tangy here. Shit. If you ain't trying to fuck, stay home. Because if I smoke this, right. that's what I'm about. If I, you know what I'm saying? If I smoke, if, listen, if I smoke Gorilla Glue, I'm not going nowhere, but I will write all day long. Bruh. But if I smoke Gorilla Glue number four, I want to run. You have to know. You <laughs> see what I'm right. You have to know what you're buying. And so for me, that's what it was with the strain of the week was to not only just be like, yo, like I love smoking weed, but to educate people on the sense of what are you really smoking? Right. It's called Joe Montana, but that don't mean you're gonna go far. It's called Obama, but what what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so people don't know about, and it's a lot of niggas out here that's smoking weed that has very very low THC content in it, and they do not know it. So then you're looking like, oh, you sold me some skunk weed? No, he didn't. This weed was meant to do a certain thing. It's exactly what it's supposed to do. Yep. Right. They're all plants. It's like right now, like I'm smoking I'm smoking forbidden fruit right now, and it's starting mm. to grow. But when I first got it, I was like, um, I was a little upset because I want them niggas when I smoke, yo, like I either want to be super energetic or super whatever. Right. But I didn't know what the fuck this was gonna do. So I looked it up and I'm looking and I was like, yo, the, the levels on what Leafly said it was gonna do was not really impressive. So I smoked the shit and it was almost like have you ever took shrooms? No. No? Have you ever done acid? Oh, okay. Well, you can tell by the way that I asked him that I most definitely had. But <laughs> when you do any of those... Right. You do like, have drugs, No. Right. When you do any of those drugs, there's a point in time where you're sitting there and you're like, there's nothing happening. And when you say that to yourself, you just start getting high, right? It's, it's always the same for everybody. My point in saying all of that is I smoke forbidden fruit and I was like, this weed is some book. Oh, shit. I'm hiding a bitch. And so... <laughs> Right. It's like a very, relaxed, you know what I mean? It's a very relaxed strain. It's it's one of those strains where if you got to go to work, you still could. But at the same time, I wouldn't advise it. But at the same time, a lot of people wouldn't notice. Think about that friend that you've had that you smoking with and they just, but you right. like, what the fuck is wrong with Right, them? like they, you they laughing. Right. Because they shouldn't have been smoking that. Yeah, yeah. It, it does people, have a different people, effect. Yeah, people look at weed as weed. No, it's no. no. Everything's different. So yeah, I look up every strain too. Every single strain, like every when when I hit the plug and he hit me back, I it take me about thirty minutes to get back to him because he always got like five different strains, and I have to hey, look it up to see you know what's what's good about yeah. it. So yeah. if I make edibles made with different shit, I'm not gonna make all my edibles with the same weed. None of that shit. So you um. So you've come to the show now um, when you guys do when you guys record and you basically just tell 
about the strain and why why you decided to use that strain, basically. Like how it makes you feel, all that good stuff. Right. I just want to give people a rundown. It's not really a thing of being like, hey, smoke weed. It's more the thing of back in the day when we first started podcasting, DMST did a show and they were they were talking about how a guy wrote into them and was like, yo, the fact that I heard somebody else going through what I'm going through, it, it helped me out. Mm. Point being, a lot of people don't speak out about the, the, the shit that they need to know because they're so afraid to ask questions or be informed about things because of taboo reasons. There's somebody out there that don't know what they're smoking. There's somebody out there that does need weed for authors problems, for mental problems, for back problems, for whatever. If you don't want to ask and you just so happen to run across our podcast and you hear it, if I've helped one person and I've created a thousand dreams and shit, Fact. that's what the fuck Facts. I feel that. So, um, real quick before we get out of here, what's your do you, if you could choose, you have like, I don't know, top three strains, favorites? Favorites, yeah, for sure, favorites. Um, definitely, like I said, definitely Gorilla Glue number four. Um, Gorilla Glue number four. Uh, um, damn, Tangy. Because I'm trying to think of all the weed I didn't smoke. I think I never had that. Tangy's amazing. It's, it's one of those weed. You know when niggas be like, yo, it smell like this, it smell like that? Mm. If you get Tangy, and it don't smell like tangerines, do not buy it. Okay, so it's literally, like citrus. Okay. Every time I bought it, it literally smells like tangerines. Oh my gosh. Have you ever anyway, had a banana? Sorry. Have you ever had banana breath? I have. It smells have. just like bananas. It's like bananas. It Crazy. does. It does. That's, that's the thing about Gorilla Glue. That shit smells just like Elmer's glue. It does. It does. I love that shit. <laughs> um, so, Gorilla Glue number four, TNG. Uh, no, because it's the Granddaddy Park really not up there on my list. Yeah. I would say probably just because I'm an old head nigga, I'm going to do it for the old heads some lemon haze. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's lemon haze. I can go back and fuck with some some not too high shit every now and then. I didn't you know. like it when I had it. I, I no? I, I, I tried again just because, you know, why not? But I, I didn't like it when I had it. But um, it's hard to choose, right? Like, if you've had so many, it's kind of hard to choose. Like, for me. Because right. I, I want to take A's out and put Gorilla Cookies in there, too. See, like. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's it's hard, man. Like, so I know for a fact one of my my favorites is um train wreck. Oh <laughs> he just made me do the homework. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you talking yeah. about when you wanna when you when you want to be smacked, when you want that yeah. smack, that's definitely the one. Also, exactly. um Gorilla Glue. Any, Which one, but see, that's the Any thing. Other? Yes, be even like the cross ones, like um, super yeah, glue, right? Yeah. All in it, you know. And because um, gorilla cookies and nothing but fucking gorilla glue and motherfucking uh, and what is it? Uh, Captain Crunch, not Captain Crunch. That's stupid. It's chocolate cookie. Some shit is called the cookie shit. 
When remember they came out with the cookie weed, that shit was yeah. like nothing the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Shit. Yeah, like, and I yeah. like all the cookie weeds too. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's it's really hard to choose. I know for a fact, though, them top two is Train Wreck and Gorilla Glue. It, like, there's no, yeah. there's no Train Wreck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. And listen, if you're from the East Coast, this ain't talking shit. Because I had to learn the whole way. I'm very biased about a lot of shit. My favorite rapper is Jay Z. Michigan will always be with, like, I just, of course, I'm from there. From be real. Always favorite, suck. All right. You're from a state to the south. This shit don't even have a real name. Okay. Your, fucking, your fucking state mascot is a wing nut. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> I'm biased about a lot of shit, and I'm biased for West Coast hip-hop and California weed. West Coast weed is a very different situation. So if you never smoke West Coast weed, don't talk shit about it until you do. I'll just say that. First time I smoked some West Coast weed, that shit put me on my ass, yo. I was hurt. I can't wait to get out there. Speaking of, <laughs> do we have any um, updates on Smoke Free Weekend? Um, as of now, we waiting to see what's gonna happen with uh, the Rio opening up. If the Rio opens up, then we got to make a decision. Um, it's also it's also really too bent on healthy. Just yes, just, yes. just keep healthy. Be real, man. I'm gonna be real. I ain't a nigga that's really ready to jump the fuck back out there just yet. If I gotta be real about it. You know what I'm saying? Now, as a businessman, as somebody that's promised you or something, if the door's open and motherfuckers still want to fucking show, hey, I got to do what I got to do. But I'm going to be real, man. Like, I'm I'm one of those people, to to not be real long, long-winded about it, the top three, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the highest black population of, like, well, the highest wealthy black populations are in Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Who the fuck just opened their doors up? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's aimed at us. But what I am saying is if any of you motherfuckers that decided to be outside over the past weekend honestly believe that nobody in them clubs, them beaches, them bars, whatever the fuck you been, that ain't not one person coming up this with Corona, she's a silly, stupid Sweet Lounge. The niggas at Sweet Lounge was on top of each other in that video. I'm like, this cannot be. And in Houston, oh, that pool party, people peeing in that water, they drunk. Oh, oh my God, no. It's like... It's like I told somebody, I was talking today uh, to one of my homies, and I said, what it shows, for everybody that's in those states that's allowed to be out and about, those people that stayed at home, had it never been a quarantine, those people would have still stayed at home. We were having a conversation, and I don't want to be super long-winded about it, because I know we've been going for a minute, but we was having a conversation. And I was like, I was like, yo, you ever know? I was like, you know where Sunday's best come from? I said, niggas is proud as fuck to put their Sunday's best on. And yes, this was on. I ain't gonna front because I just thought about this. This was on Black as fuck, I think, when they talked about this too. But I definitely um, knew this, I guess. But the slaves that were allowed to go to church, they got a different set of clothes on Sunday than the slaves that couldn't go to church. And they will cause your Sunday's best. Mm. The reason why niggas are so happy to celebrate, and, they, and listen, if you don't believe that shit traveled through fucking generations of bloodlines, the reason niggas are so happy to celebrate on a Friday after payday is because even in slavery times, the master will let your motherfucking ancestors or let our ancestors off for a certain amount of time, mm. hour, two, three hours, and they giving you the fucking nastiest of skunk wine that they could to get you drunk. Why? Because now I can fuck your wife. Yep. If I sell you all, if I want you to do more dumb shit, you fucked up. But yep. who don't want to party after working their ass off? Who don't want to get a little drunk? Right? Facts. So we break it all down to now. 
for every nigga. Because think about when niggas was told to stay in the house. And when I say niggas, I'm, I'm just talking people in general. My kente hat out. You say what? I said I need to get my kente hat out. <laughs> Look, though, like niggas was told to stay in the house. Every It was still people bucking the system, right? As soon as as soon as they say, oh, okay, you can go outside, what the fuck was different about yesterday? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like I always get a theory. Black folks is quick to tell a kid at 18, you got to get out. At 18, what the fuck was different at 17 years and 364 days? Not a motherfucking thing. Yeah. That's, that's still a child. That nigga don't know nothing. 18 didn't give him shit. Facts. But an extra year of life. That extra day, that just because, listen, out here we open on the 29th. I'm going to be my black ass right here. I'm not about to sit here and go out and be a month sort of fucking, like, nah, man. It's been it's uh-huh. been so crazy. And I've been preaching about it all the last few episodes I've had that I go to um, this coffee shop in, like, downtown Smyrna, and nobody, like, them folks is out there laid out in the, on the grass and everything, like, walking in groups nobody has on a mask nobody nobody it's just like it's like can we just do this one solid just for a few just for a little while and everybody is trying to make excuses and find reasons not to wear one i have asthma i which means i am uh you know more prone to get the fucking rona but it's also hard to wear a mask because I have asthma, but I'm gonna wear that fucking mask. Like I know how to control. I know how to control my asthma. I can't control that, Rona. Like people just getting on my fucking nerves about it. If you outside, if you outside walking, in, you know, if I go outside my door and walk through my neighborhood, I'm not putting a mask on. Right. When I go walking and when I go running, I don't. I I have it around my my neck just in case I do have to come right. in contact with anybody. But I'm not putting it on while I'm just outside willy nilly. Right. Exactly. And you want look, I was talking to I was talking to the old lady about this earlier. You know what they got niggas, right? Two weeks before they were starting to do the soft opening was the last time you heard about any increased uh cases. I was just talking about America. this. Yep. But when you were hearing about these increased cases, it wasn't a hundred niggas, two niggas, twenty niggas. It was still twenty thousand, ninety thousand. So you mean to tell me niggas is we ninety thousand deep. The nigga from jail, the shit that Wale put in his video, y'all niggas is, is piling niggas up in tents. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. If you from, listen, if you from an inner city or an industrial city, you have seen them big ass, black ass motherfucking bins that's been sitting around everybody's industrial city for mm-hmm. the past 10 years. Thought they was full. And when niggas told y'all they was FEMA coffins, you niggas was like, oh, the government would never. And look what's in them fucking things now. Mm-hmm. This shit mm-hmm. is, 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 I'm sad to say, but any of you niggas that's listening to me right now, your dumb ass has been outside, you niggas is any pig. If you honestly, th- the government has proved to niggas from the, the history of America this is... that anything that they need to figure out, nigga, we will inject it in you so then we know how to use it moving forward. Yeah. So, nigga, a, a virus comes, it infects damn near anybody you come in contact with, they Anybody. still ain't told you niggas there's a vaccine. Ain't nobody gave you ignorant sons of bitches no type of vaccine. And yet you dumb motherfuckers run outside just because the government said, oh, it was okay to go out. You the same dumb motherfuckers that when a nigga say, let me slide this condom off, you bitches be like, okay. And when that bitch tell you, oh, my tooth is tied, you niggas is paying goddamn child support for 18 years. That's you dumb motherfuckers. So when you, I'm telling you, 30, I'm telling you, give it about two this months. Is the, all of these are facts. 
nigga, it's, it's flu season ain't even hit. Everybody right. know the flu that you get at the end of the the. the if we would have had a regular flu without this COVID shit, that same flu multiplies itself and create. This is why there's a new strain every year. It creates a strain of flu season. They don't check the flu until like September, October, and they really only check it in the places where it's cold. Yeah. So until niggas in New York, Detroit, Chicago, Montana, North Dakota, until them niggas get sick, the rest of you niggas don't know what the fuck is really out here. So all you niggas is running around, jumping in the water, jumping in the club, Stupid. taking your children outside, all of this shit. Holla at me. Holla at me at the end of the year. Tell me I'm stupid then. It's going to be you. bad. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be bad. Bad. Yep. Bad. Bad, bad. So, so yeah, so I, I get it. So I get, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll wait for the updates. We'll see what happens, see how people feeling about it. And, you know, if it's a go this year, it's a go. If it's a go next year, it's a go next year. Just what can Listen, you do? Let me, let me say this. Let me say this too, because I know we never like physically came out of session. <clears throat> Our hands been tied just like everybody else's. Um, I believe that. If it to, once and the thing too is, is if like we didn't set back, we discussed refund policies. Once once niggas get all their money back, we can refund everybody's shit. Um and also let me also say too, for all these motherfuckers that's bought a ticket, thank you motherfuckers for being understanding, gracious. Cause I'm making a statement, not because nobody has actually come to me like, hey nigga, what the fuck? Right. I just want to I love y'all. Thank y'all for everybody that just bought a ticket, everybody that was supporting us, everybody that really wanted this to happen. We waiting to hear from them. They waiting to hear from the government. And I know y'all waiting to hear from us. So I at least just want to say something. So I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, we do, I will I will 100% tell you that if we cannot salvage Smoke Free this, this year, Smoke Free 2021 was already planned and ready for y'all anyway. So. Bet. Okay. We coming. All right. So before we leave, um, I want you to tell us a little bit about your mini ventures uh, podcast that you're on um, and let us know how to find you. Okay. Um, of course, like you said earlier, I'm one half and we got the drawers of podcast. You can find that at WGTD pod on, uh, on uh, uh, Twitter and everywhere else. Um, also, I want to have his uh, pocket on Penrose presents us the business side of the WGTD pod. Um, I'm also one half of Dergo Rose. That is a that's a beautiful union between me and my brother. Me and BJ have been through a lot in life and in podcasting, just as men. It is really and good. And all type of shit. So that's the show with me and my brother. Um, I'm part of uh, All Docked Up. And that is a documentary podcast with me. Um, my sister Chris and VJ Burton. Shout out to VJ Burton. There would be no Penrosines without VJ Burton. I'm just gonna be real. <laughs> I know y'all don't understand that. I say this. A lot of niggas be like, "What the fuck?" If it wasn't for VJ, there's no Penrose. Um, also, and uh, let me see. Oh, also, we, we and I'm starting a new one. We got one called Ask Alexis. That's gonna be hitting y'all. That's why if you got a a, a friend request from my Ask Alexis Twitter page, that's me. Okay. And am I doing anything else? No, nah, that's it right now. I'm coming with some new heat, though. Shout out to everybody that's been, like, fucking with the poetry, too. I appreciate y'all. I love you for that. Yes. So, okay. You know. All right. Well, well, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show, and it's been such a great time. Um, the chemistry has been great. It's been perfect. And I look forward to having you back again. And whenever the hell you and uh, Paco get y'all shit together, I would like to be on uh, We Got the Draws. 
pleasing. Thank you. So, hey, that man just been out there moving a lot. You know what I mean? We're going to come back to y'all. It's just when Rona hit, you know what I mean? Different situations had to happen in different ways. So. I understand. But we coming back. You know, I still got a lot of shade. So have to, I'll be having to say what the hell I got to say. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> hey, listen. I'm listening to it all and taking it all in stride. I'm... How they find you on social media, Penrose? Catch me on uh, at Penrose Eames. Anyway, I'm I'm a man of consistency when it comes to my names. Um, I change my screen name a lot, but on Twitter yes, it's at Penrose Eames. at Penrose Eames. If you can find my old Snapchat, that's at no, nah, that's not at Penrose Eames. If anybody can find me my old, if anybody can tell me what my old Snapchat name is, I'll send you fifty dollars on Snapchat. I mean on uh Cash App, Rosie. Um. <laughs> Everywhere else, yeah. And then, like I said, you can find me at uh, Penrose versus Any on Twitter. That's the uh, that's the Twitter page for the show. And you can find me at Penrose versus Anybody on on uh, IG as well. That's the IG page for the show. So, all right. My personal anyway. That's what I forgot to fucking plug. My own personal show. I got a show by myself. How the fuck did I forget that? <laughs> Penrose versus Anybody. Anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I really, again, I appreciate you coming on and we have to do this again sometime soon. For sure. I'm, I'm always with it. Thank you for having me. Yep. No problem. And thank you for, thank you all for listening to the Lit Life Podcast. Until you hear me again. Peace. Peace.